Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Making Better Bites. This is your host, Adrienne Wagner, registered dietitian, here to help you understand nutrition and health for everyday life for the everyday person. Follow along as we discuss food and nutrition in an approachable and exciting way that makes things more fun and easier to convert to your everyday life. Let's go ahead and jump into today's podcast. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I hope you all have had a great weekend. It is actually Sunday evening now when I am recording this and I personally have had a great weekend. The weather has been absolutely beautiful in Indianapolis this weekend, potentially the last warm weekend of the year, which makes me a little bit sad just because I'm such a warm weathered girl, but it's okay, you know, got to prepare for the next season and things go keep going. So it's fine, but I definitely did enjoy soaking up the last few days of getting to wear shorts and being out in the sun and the warmth and not letting the cold air like hit my skin as soon as I open up the door, which I absolutely hate. And yeah, it's just been a lot of fun. Gone on lots of walks, went on a little jog with my mom, played some pickleball and spent some time with my husband who is finally home for a little bit here for his exam that's coming up this week. So it's been a pretty eventful last few days. Um, And yeah, lots to look forward to in this week as well. So today I thought that I would talk to you a little bit about how and why you should stop tracking your food all the time. And this might be a little bit controversial. I know that there's a lot of information on using apps, keeping track of your macros, keeping track of your calories, your points, whatever it may be. And while there can be a time and a place for it, for sure, it is not something that the average person is intended to do, especially for a long period of time. I will start by saying that I'm definitely not shaming anybody who is currently tracking their food or has been using apps or anything like that because I have definitely been there. I was someone who always kept track of every single meal that I ate. I used my fitness pal religiously and it definitely got to be obsessively, I would say, at some point. And with my hobby being food, my education in college being food, loving to cook, but also then also obsessing over every single food that I ate, every sip of alcohol I drank, every snack I had out. It it just got to be too much. And mentally, I realized it was really taking a toll on my mind and my mental health, just having to have that burden all of the time. So I think people don't necessarily always recognize how stressful it is for them. But if you sit back and think of a time when you weren't tracking and you weren't worrying about your weight and you weren't worrying about the food that you were consuming, even if it hasn't been since you were 11 years old back in childhood. um, I think if you take a step back and realize how stressful it is for you and how much of a burden it's taking on, you'll realize that it's definitely not something that's sustainable for 
a long period of time. I think it is good for people definitely to be aware of the calories that are in food just because you don't always realize how much something can add up so quickly, even if it is something that's considered to be healthy or a health food or you find it at a health food store or something, you don't always recognize that. But I think there's a lot more to eating than just knowing how many calories you're taking in, how many calories you're burning out, how many points you're having. It's There is a broader understanding that's needed for overall nutrition and health and well-being that needs to be understood in order for that information to honestly even be useful to its full potential. So something major that I think that tracking and using an app to know how much you should eat, something big that I think that that really prevents and hinders is understanding your own innate sense of hunger and understanding when your body is finished and ready for you to be done eating versus when you've hit a certain like point in how much you've eaten that day. So if you are trying to reach a certain calorie count every single day and you're locked into one number and you don't wanna go over it, but of course, if you're trying to lose weight, oftentimes you are rewarded or celebratory if you stay under that calorie count. And I think that can be harmful for your mental state and for your overall hunger understanding. And the reason that this is, is because Now, instead of relying on your body to tell you when to eat and when to stop eating, you're relying on a third-party source to tell you when you're hungry and when you can eat and when you can no longer eat. The reason this is important is because some days your body is naturally going to burn more calories or you might be more active than other days. And while an app or a heart rate monitor or a watch maybe could tell you how many calories you have burned and give you an estimate. It's not going to be exact and it's more important to nourish your body for what it needs rather than what a machine is telling you to have. Because say you are always aiming for 1500 calories a day and one day you decide to be more relaxed and stay in and sit on the couch and watch movies or whatever, just have a more chill day and you eat 1500 calories, well, maybe your body didn't actually burn 1500 calories that day and you really weren't that hungry, but you ate that amount because that's what someone else has told you to eat. So then you are actually in a calorie surplus Whereas another day, you might be super active, you have a lot of running around to do for yourself, lots of errands and walking, and you got a really good workout in, and you're, again, trying to aim for that 1,500 calories a day. And now you've burned well over 2,000, maybe 2,200 calories with all of the activity that you've been doing. And then, of course, adding in the amount of calories your body naturally burns. And 
then you are only eating 1500 calories and you're feeling so, so hungry at the end of the night, but you know, you can't eat anymore because the app told you to stop and that's your limit. And so then you end up in a huge calorie deficit and that just leaves you feeling miserable for days to come. Not to mention if you consistently start eating too low of calories day in and day out because you're burning a lot and you are reducing the amount you're eating, your body is going to actually go into a starvation mode mechanism because your body doesn't understand that you're trying to lose weight and that you want to drop a pant size. Your body just knows, oh my gosh, I'm not being nourished for as much as I am needing and I need to make sure that in the future I can perform all of the necessary functions for my body to survive. It doesn't know that now we have, you know, food readily available to us and you're not having to go and search it. And of course, there's going to be food available in the future because you aren't allowing your body what it needs. And so maybe there's not food available in the future for all of the functions that your body needs. So then it is going to slow down your metabolism because it wants to make sure that you have enough energy or calories to keep your heart beating and keep your brain functioning and keep your body warm and all of those homeostasis normal functions that our body needs to survive. And so it slows down the metabolism and stops burning as much fuel and only allows for fuel to be used on things that are absolutely necessary. So then your metabolism slows and you're like, but I'm cutting back my calories and I'm being so active. Why aren't I losing weight? Well, you're not losing weight because your body doesn't want to let go of anything because it's quote unquote starving. But in the understanding that your body has as a science organism being that wants to survive, there's not enough energy. So the functions need to slow down. So then you're upset because you're not losing weight and so then you cut back your calories even more and even more and you're just causing yourself more problems for the future and really you're just setting yourself up to be even hungrier and feel hungrier down the line as well. And with this constant up and down and cutting back on calories and then being hungry and eating a lot in one sitting and leading to binging, it is how your body loses its sense of hunger. Because first of all, you're not listening to your body and what it is telling you it needs, so you are left feeling hungry and then and then ignoring that hunger. And then second of all, your metabolism is slowing down, so your body's needs are going to change because it's not getting enough energy, so it's going to start using less energy so that you can hold on to more energy for the future to make sure that your body can function properly, basically. Another problem with tracking is something I mentioned earlier and the fact that it takes such a toll on your mental health and your mental well-being. And the reason I say this is because the more that you think about something, the more you're going to obsess over it. The more you have to come back to how much did I eat? How many calories did I put in my mouth? How many calories did my body exert today? The more that you start thinking about that and the more obsessive you're going to become and then it's going to make it harder for you to not want to eat because all you're thinking about all day long is what did I eat? What do I need to do to burn off what I've eaten? And 
how can I balance this out and be in a deficit? And so then you become obsessed with thinking about it because maybe it's before you're eating a meal or going out to a restaurant with friends, you're looking up the menu, you're trying to calculate how many calories, what exactly you can have. Then you get to the restaurant, you obsess over what you have already decided you're going to eat and is that similar to what everybody else is eating? Are they gonna notice that I'm on a diet? Are people going to comment on it? You're gonna get stressed out. And then you also have after your meals where you have to go back to the apps then and track what it is that you have eaten. So if you are doing this day in and day out consistently for months and years and years on end, you are, there's no way you can sustain it because you're just going to be thinking about it constantly. And that's exactly what happened to me. And granted, I think about food on, I think a completely different level just because like I said, it is my job, it is my hobby, it is my interests. I spend a lot of time watching food, I spend a lot of time cooking, I spend a lot of time talking about food with others. And so having to also write down everything that I was eating quickly got to my head and I was like, I just do not want this control anymore. This is unnecessary. I don't care. And I just let it go. And you know what? I've been fine ever since. And over the years, I have figured it out with my personal knowledge, of course, through school and also just like listening to my body and learning what makes me feel good and what I really need and what I don't necessarily need and, you know, what I want to be eating and learning to say no, even if it's something I love, if I don't want it at that moment or if I'm not really interested in it and not hungry, you know? It'll come back around. These foods will come back around. It's not something that you need to obsess over. It's not going to be the last time someone offers you a piece of cake for the rest of your life. So if you're not hungry, don't force yourself to eat the cake or take one or two bites and know that it was good, but you're really not hungry and you don't need the cake. Um, And yeah, so if you are able to break off from tracking, it's just one less step of you having to think about food and what your calories are burning and thinking about your hunger and how hungry you're feeling at that moment. Because maybe you're really not hungry, but because you're so obsessed with having to write it down and so obsessed with seeing, oh my gosh, I'm this many under, and I, or I'm this many over, oh my, I can't eat at all. You just, you just need to stop. That dialogue in your head does not need to be happening. We need to be focusing on nutritious foods and making the best choice that we can for ourselves at any given time, whether that means completely indulging, completely enjoying that ice cream sundae and cookies and what whatever toppings and whatever else, or if it means you know, that's not something I want right now. And this is the meal I desire. And this is what's in front of me. And this is how I can make it the healthiest that I can at this time. So all of those are valid thoughts to be having, but it shouldn't be something that you have to obsess over. It's something you think about in the moment. You enjoy the food. It was a fun memory or it tasted good, or you know it was super nutritious, and you were so happy that you cooked it and made it for your family, and then you get to move on from it. You don't have to obsess over it, unless you want to, because it was the most delicious thing you've ever eaten, and you're just so happy that you got to enjoy it. So then you get to obsess over it in fun ways, or if it was 
the worst experience ever and you had a really crappy meal at a restaurant or something and you want to reminisce over it in a negative way too. But it shouldn't have to be, wow, how much butter were they cooking that in? I don't know how to eat out. All of those negative thoughts or the positive thoughts of praising yourself for being in a certain calorie range. And I also would like to say that the tracking apps are not completely consistent. If you're using an app that is not based on calories, like a Weight Watchers, for example, then they have their complete own system. So what they think should be high points versus low points, they have their own thoughts on that. And that's someone else deciding it for you. And it's it's completely arbitrary. It's what they think will help people lose weight but that doesn't mean it's going to work for you and fit in your lifestyle. So also keep that in mind. And also keep in mind that fitness trackers are not completely accurate either. You cannot live and swear by each calorie that you are burning because they are just an estimation. And some of them are more expensive and track your heart rate better. And so they are more accurate, but nothing is being in an oxygen chamber and getting your indirect calorimetry and having a complete scientific study on how many calories you're burning in a lab. Nothing is going to tell you that much information and nothing is going to be as accurate as that. So just keep that in mind as well. These things are a good guideline, a good guidance to see, wow, I've only walked 2000 steps today. Not that that's bad, but why wasn't I very active and what can I do to make my other days more active and make sure I'm standing up more. Or wow, I walked 15,000 steps today. That's awesome. I was super active today and got in a lot of movement. It shouldn't be, wow, I'm at 8,000 steps and I'm really tired and I just want to relax and spend some time with my family on the couch, but I have to get in that last 2,000 steps to make sure that I hit 10K. So I'm going to get up now in the evening and go for a walk and make sure that I hit those steps and miss out on time with my family and miss out on things I want to do just because you're living by this device. So that's pretty much sums up why I disagree with using these apps and these tracking devices and living by them to the T, to the hardcore. This is what you do. This is how much I'm going to eat. This is how much I'm going to move, etc. And then the final point that I wanted to make was that maybe is something that's a little bit of a misconception about my philosophy on how people should eat and how people can lose weight without following all of these devices. And I'm going to say it does not mean that at every meal you just eat whatever you want, as much of it as you want, and it can be junk food and fast food all the time. That's not what I'm getting at at all. What I believe in is that people use their understanding of proper nutrition and nutrition advice from professionals like dietitians, myself, using that knowledge and applying it to your life so that you are making nutrition decision, nutritious decisions most of the time. Whether that is at McDonald's, whether it's in the kitchen, at your home, whether it's at a fancy restaurant, or wherever you may be, Making the best decision and the most nutritious nutritious decision for yourself a majority of the time. Do I eat desserts a few times a week? Absolutely, I do. 
because I enjoy them. But do I also have nights where I have eaten a lot that day and I am satisfied with what I've had and I don't need something sweet before I go to bed? Absolutely, because I'm listening to my body and I'm knowing what it needs. Are there also nights where I am not hungry at the end of the day, have had plenty of nutritious foods, and I still have a taste for something sweet? Of course. That's human, and it's okay for you to go ahead and have something sweet, but just make it something small because you're eating out of a desire to eat rather than your body actually being hungry and needing a full meal. So oftentimes for that, maybe I'll just have like one square of my favorite dark chocolate. It has sea salt in it. It's so good. And then I'm satisfied and I've enjoyed something sweet. And again, I can move on with my life and not stress out about it. I think the key importance, especially if you are trying to lose weight and that's your goal, is that more times than not, you are making that nutritious decision and understanding that your goal is to lose weight. And by choosing things that are full of micronutrients, that are full of fiber, full of water, and are healthy choices overall, that that is your goal and automatically you're going to be making lower caloric decisions than if you just went for it every single time, full force, ate what you want at that meal completely to stuffing yourself. So there are ways that you can get around it and still lose weight without having to stress about exact calorie counts and what you're taking in. And I think a lot of those places come, a lot of opportunity comes for you to be able to lose weight in those little times where it is something indulgent and not not necessary, such as a dessert when you aren't hungry or having something like a beverage with calories in it, like whether that's alcohol or a sweet tea or really any kind of beverage that has calories. So those are things that aren't necessary in your life. So I think that's an easy place to start cutting back on and maybe you are keeping yourself accountable to only one or two times a week you're going to indulge in an alcoholic beverage or a drink from Starbucks that has calories in it rather than getting it maybe three or four times a week if you were just trying to maintain your weight instead of lose weight. Or like I said with the desserts, recognizing you know if you're not hungry, you don't really need a dessert. You can have something that's a small bite of something sweet if you want, but it's okay to not have dessert every single night. So just understanding that what your goals are and that those are little things that you can start tweaking. And then you can take that into your meals where you maybe don't need that second helping of mac and cheese and you get extra Brussels sprouts on your plate. So that's a great swap where you are going to be satisfied by the additional Brussels sprouts because they are filling, but they don't have as many calories as a portion of macaroni and cheese does. So it's just those little swaps that you can make that make it better for you without having to make major overhauls of your current diet. So if you are someone who is currently struggling with using an app and perhaps you want to stop tracking, a few tips I would give you for 
making better bites and making some switches without having to track and feel stressed about it is whenever possible, try to make half of your plate fruits and vegetables. Choose whole grains as frequently as you can when it comes to your carbohydrate intake and to focus on lean proteins like chicken, turkey, fish, things like that. And then, like I said, becoming more mindful of those things that aren't necessary in your life and the things that make life fun and are enjoyable but not necessary. Like something that in your life that maybe could be considered a little bit indulgent and you participate in regularly and you think that you would like to give it a try limiting only a couple times a week and maybe then it will become even more enjoyable to you because it's something you can look forward to and not just always assume you're having. Hello everyone, it is Adrienne here. I am currently editing my podcast and I was just thinking of something that I wanted to add in and I forgot to mention. So I guess that's what I get for not making a list of bullet points of things I wanted to discuss during my podcast today. But anyways, I just wanted to also point out that calories are not the only determining factor to whether or not you lose weight. And this is something I can discuss in depth more at another time, but it's not the only factor. It also depends on, of course, genetics, but also sleep and stress and your hormones and other things that could be going on with your blood work and whether or not you drink enough water. There's just a lot of factors that play in to weight loss and so I don't want you to get discouraged also just by having a calorie count or things that you're always following so just wanted to make that one little addition as well as to where the apps are going to fail you because they don't look at you as a whole person it's just using a formula of calories in and calories out and estimated calories that your body and lifestyle burns I want to say if you guys have any questions about any of this please please feel free to reach out to me on my social media platforms. So I am on Facebook with Better Bites and also on Instagram at betterbites underscore RDN. I also want you guys to reach out to me with any questions about any other topics or topics you have suggestions for, things you would like to hear in the podcast because I have so much going on up in my head and so many ideas that I wanna get out, but I'm never sure what people wanna hear. So I would love for you to let me know your ideas and things you want me to talk about on the podcast here weekly. So shoot me a message on that. And of course, if you can give this a share to a friend, a family member, post it on your social media, anything you can do to get the word out about our podcast is helpful. Leave me a rating and a review. Also helps new listeners to be able to see what people like about my podcast and that it has a good review. So I appreciate all of that and I look forward to hearing from you and I look forward to hearing how you guys are making better bites.